Welcome to this week's episode of EJ Sports Debates. I'm Eric Weirdo with Jordan Angie. Hope everyone had a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving coming to you live on this Black Friday. We are going to break down our top five sports video games, continuing our top five weekly segment. Jordan? Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, be nice to your retail workers. Um, they're people too. Um, so one thing Eric and I talked about was just kind of going on a rant. And I think we're going to give each other two minutes to just go on a rant about something relating to the topic of the day. And uh, I know Eric is going to cover on the same thing, so I'm going to try not to overlap what he's got. But if there's one thing that as a sports fan and a fan of sports video games I want to rant about, it's those big two letters, EA. So... Uh, e, I don't know if you want to start a clock or a timer or just let me go and tell me when to stop. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I'll fire up the timer. Give me a second. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll take everybody back to 2004 when a little company named EA bought exclusivity rights to a little fo- game called football, specifically Madden. And I won't touch on the ridiculousness of how they can exclusively make a football sim. Um, but what I do want to rant about is how EA as a game company as a whole has done this. Um, but they've turned Madden into essentially into a microtransaction game. And by that, I mean you pay the base price of $60 for a game. And you get a franchise mode, which is copy and pasted, hashtag fix Madden franchise. Please EA, fixed franchise mood, which is a majority of Madden players play. Um, you know, that's what got us all into football and Madden was the ability to control our own franchise and make the decisions. And over the last eight to 10 years, EA has gotten away from that direction. And they've gone towards Mutt or Madden Ultimate Team. And if you look on a year to year basis as far as what's been developed, Mutt is what's getting all of the R&D and the whole point behind that old team is even though you've poured down $60 towards the game, they want you to buy cards and packs and cards and packs. Oh, look, here's the same card with a different skin on it, uh, which is a problem in the video games as a whole. But man, EA, I think, is taking it to another level. And the worst thing is, so you spend all of this extra money on top of the $60 initial price only for you to not even get it transferred to the next game. So, hey, congrats on spending $500 extra on Madden 20, guess what? Madden 21 is going to come out next year. They're going to put a couple of tweaks on it, and you're going to have to spend another $500, whatever you want to do. And, you know, it's reckless, in my opinion. It's not fair to the consumer. I mean, we're all free to do what we want to do, but I just I find that business practice to be ridiculous. And it's going to be reflected on my list because I only have one game within the last 15 years. Yeah. Um, so that should tell me how this current state of sports games are. Now, I will say I'm not a big 2K fan, so I do want to give a shout-out to NBA and those guys. They're my player mode. While I haven't spent a lot of time on it, I know it's fantastic. So, you know, I'm sure if there was a lot of other people that were making their list, they yeah. would. But, man, EA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, <sighs> I'll take it from All here. Right. Uh, Eddie, I'll take it from here. Him. Kind of piggybacking off that, I definitely agree. I have mine targeting EA and Madden in general as well. I mean, it really started to go downhill after the, I believe it was Madden 04, 
with the cone vision for the quarterback. Oh man, good stuff. That was almost as bad as the NHL on Fox in the nineties doing the glow puck. Um, but they've honestly done better with the NHL games than Madden. As you said, the mutt is sort of where you're going with that and online play is becoming really popular and other games are doing that too. I will be the show, which I love um, San Diego studios. They do a great job every year, um, but it's also the similarities with diamond dynasty, a lot of the stubs, the cards, but EA has gone stagnant um, with Madden, especially I haven't, I haven't bought Madden since 2016 when Gronk was on the cover because of that. And I just, don't see any way how I can buy another Madden game until they fix virtually everything wrong with the game, which is that franchise mode, which is, yeah, they've added some colleges this year, which is a good step forward for the career mode, but just no, I can't. The graphics really haven't changed. The gameplay hasn't changed. They've put so much, as you put the R&D into their online MUT games that they got away from what made the games great. And I saw when Madden got released this year, Reddit threads, other threads on forums ripping Madden because of that. And yeah, they won't have me as a customer for Madden until they fix it. Guys, it's so bad. They had to release an update. They had to issue an apology of how bad it is. They just released an update where they did some tweaks, and they're doing another one in January. And now they're hoping that they can at least promise us to fix Madden, even though they've been lying to us for years about how they're improving it. That's how sad it is. Sorry. I'm done ranting. All right. So uh, we hope you enjoyed our little rants, but uh, let's get into the reason why we're here. Our top five sports video games, again, very subjective, uh views if you want to rip our choices go ahead we don't care we're just doing this because we love it and these are our top five jordan kick us off all right so um i'm going to take us back to 2004 which is the third or fourth iteration of this game mlb slugfest 2004 oh Um, wow yeah there's a deep cut for you i knew you weren't expecting that so i gotta come out of swing um, 2004 version was Jim Edmonds on the cover. They improved some of the game mechanics. They improved some of the design on it. The MLB Slugfest is a franchise that took the idea of what NFL Blitz started and made it better because those games kind of felt like a simulation. And they, um, excuse me, <coughs> I swear I don't have COVID. They uh, they took what a simulation could be, and they made it fun. So if you take parts of like the show, parts of NFL Blitz, even some NBA Jam, and put it into a baseball game where you can fight and beat up a first baseman when you slide, just fun. And when, it, when you go through my list, guys, that's what I'm looking for in my list. I want a sports game that's fun, that makes me want to play it, that makes me want to go back to it, makes me want to play with my friend. Hi, Eric. Um, and... Yeah, man. MLB Slugfest 2004. I think of all the Slugfests, we're the best in the franchise. Jim Edmonds for like a five to eight year period 
was like a god in all sports games because he had like the perfect batting stance and he crushed lefty. Um, and the ironic part is it came out in 2004. So you've got a game where baseball players are juiced up hitting home runs 500 feet and pitchers are throwing the ball like a flamethrower <laughs> and they were actually juiced up in real life. So it's like a simulation of real life and it's fantasy. Um, yeah, man. Oh, four. I got an eight out of 10 on IGN for what it's worth. So yeah. MLB oh four the slugfest. So fun. Go buy it on 64, man. Yeah, no, that's a, I completely forgot about that game. Midway studios. Very good with those arcade simulation type games. Uh, definitely, uh, Definitely a classic. I do remember that now. My number five, just as you kind of might go in the same way, is a game that's just fun and can also sort of give you, uh, cause you to go on obscenity rants and everything, especially because it is timed at certain levels. We play this all the time in college. Sega Bass Fishing. <laughs> um, just for the pure enjoyment. Thank you for mentioning. Thank you for mentioning that, Eric. <laughs> uh, Sega Bass Fishing came out in 1997, uh, originally as a arcade game, and then they ported it for the Dreamcast, Windows, later on the Xbox 360, PS3, and the Wii. And yeah, even now uh, they have for the PS4, and you're on the regular controller. It's still fun, uh, but not as fun as the rod controller that came with it because <laughs> it actually felt the gameplay it felt like you were actually fishing and if you had a hit a certain weight and you're watching that timer go <laughs> never thought fishing could cause anxiety that game does <laughs> and there were countless nights we played that game in college and after college that it was just pure fun and enjoyment and again that's what i look for in a game as well Dude, it's still on PlayStation now. So, guys, that's no excuse. Get on PlayStation now. It's on there. It's not as fun without the, the fishing reel controller, but uh, what a beautiful game. Yes. Absolutely. So, all right. My turn. Number four. I'm going to go back to 1999. And this is a game that only was one of, the, I think, the title games for N64. But it launched an entire sport. And I'm talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. Um, that game, I cannot tell you, the second you drop into the warehouse level, you want to be a skateboarder. Man, there was a period in my life, one of the coolest people, I wanted to be Bob Burnquist for the longest time. He was my guy in that game. And the warehouse level, just the soundtrack in those games, I mean, you're talking like late 90s punk music. So good. Um, and it's just such a classic. In fact, it's such a classic. They just re-released it and remastered it for current-gen consoles. Number one and number two. For the love of God, go play those games. Because that game launched the careers of Tony Hawk, all the guys in the game. It gave us current skateboarding. It gave us the X Games. I kind of look at it like it's the original X-Men movie of extreme sports. Because um, if that game wasn't the best game ever, no. But if that game didn't happen and it wasn't as popular as it was, you would never have seen the X Games and all the cool stuff we've gotten out of that. Such a classic. I just played the remastered game not long ago, and it's still 
just as fun. So yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the first one. That's my number four. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic choice there. I loved it. Um, played it as well on the sixty four, as well as uh, as well as the Game Boy. Um, I did have that. Uh, even when you wiped out, there was a little puddle of blood every now and then. <laughs> um, did you just say Game Boy? Oh my god! Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, they did a great job with that, and as you said, they re released it recently in September, and yeah, it launched a whole generation, not really into the skateboarding, but extreme sports in general. There came out BMX video games came out because of it and it launched a whole different avenue of, of sporting events and sport video games. Uh, that, that is an Those excellent. guys all owe Tony Hawk. They all owe him a career. If it wasn't for him pushing to get that game made and nobody even cared who Tony Hawk was. Uh, if he hadn't pushed to get that game made, there are so many guys that wouldn't have had careers because of him. Revolutionary. So go ahead, E. Give me your number four, man. Yeah, touch on that real quick. And also, Tony Hawk on Twitter, hilarious. If uh, he tweets about not getting recognized, it's hilarious. If you don't follow him, highly recommended. My number four, keeping in my list in 1997, as you mentioned, MLB Slugfest. I'm going with the same studio, Midway Games. They produced Slugfest, NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. 1997 it changed it was your it changed from the typical football football sim games to arcade styles mixing it with wrestling you could late hit power bomb arcade times and they just they were it was a midway games basically with the exception of nba jam roided up their players <laughs> and that's what made it good yeah, it was great. And when you're seeing guys like Cordell Stewart and Barry Sanders <laughs> juiced up, like, yeah, that's not don't, real. Don't but go it's there just, Barry Sanders. No. It's just, but it's just fun. Like, they they have those games. You can just, there's always, there's only select plays and you just launch it. And I also put this on the list as well, sort of going back to our college game days where we, uh, had it on the Dreamcast and had the epic nine overtime shot for shot classic game. Man, oh man. That was probably the most memorable gaming experience we've had together. Absolutely. What was that game? Absolutely. I think our friend Josh was there with us. And yeah, he was. He was there that night. And I think one of our roommates, I don't remember which one, but they were there. The looks on their faces as this game was going on <laughs> was like jaw dropping. They're just like, I don't know how this is going. <laughs> It was, you couldn't be, I think you beat me and I couldn't be mad that you did just because of how epic that game was. Like, it, it's, it's one of those games where, is it a game that you want to play over and over again? Probably not. But is a game when your buddy comes over, man, fire NFL Blitz up. Play a, play a round robin, do whatever. You'll, yeah, just absolutely amazing. Yeah, that is definitely why it's a, uh, on the list just because of personal reasons, but also it changed, uh, it brought in a whole different style. It brought an arcade style game to the NFL fans and it was different. It was fun. And it last was released in 2012. And 
Midway. Wait, what? Yeah. 2012? Yeah. Why have I never played this? <laughs> right. Um, I sort of got away with it too. And when I was doing my research, I saw that. I was like, why don't I have these games? But Midway Studios uh, did a great job with it. And yeah, it's just if you want a fun change of pace from your Madden that we ripped earlier, highly recommend NFL Blitz. And All right. So number number three for me. Oh, man. I don't want to beat this dead horse. I think this game is on your top list too, Eric. So I won't cover a lot. It's on the list because it's the last one of its kind. We talk about it all. AA14. Wow. Um, yeah. We're just going to segue yeah. into that because that's my three as well. So so let's go and I'll just segue in. Okay. We'll have a, have a back and forth. Um, that game, I don't want to call it a perfect game, but the Dynasty Mode game in that is the most hours upon hours of nerd sports fun I think you can ever have in a game. EA wants to sit there and say they don't know how to do, they can't improve scouting. You literally had an entire game platform based on college recruiting. That is amazing. Um, wow. That game is so fun. And first of all, let's talk about Shoelace on the cover. Hey, Donato Robinson, Michigan guy, what up? Sorry your career in the NFL wasn't as good, but dude, you were awesome in college. Though I do want to shout so. out Denard Robinson, my epic uh, 07 star in fantasy, and then going running back by committee with him and Jonas Gray, launching me to the finals that year. So wow, shout out to Shoelace. Jonas Gray? Yes, all right. And Justin but, uh, Yeah, dude. NCAA football. I, I can't – I hope to God they can figure out how to pay those players. And bring it back. And I won't get into that because, God, that's a topic. But um, just, man, those games are so fun. The gameplay is great. It feels different than Madden, which I always appreciated. Because it, 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 it's a football game. You could just copy and paste the animations from Madden. But it never felt the same as Madden. And that's what I loved about it. It really made you feel like you were, you know, at the big house with 100,000 plus bearing down on you. And you were Ohio State or, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, and you felt that like rivalry, and it just. Uh, I wish I still had my PS3, Eric. You lucky dog. Yes, uh, that is. When I traded in for my PS4, I was fortunate to not have all the 360 pieces that they needed for the trade in, so I kept it on the side and had NCAA 14. So definitely got caught a break, but I do love that game. Um, still play it to this day. It's so unfortunate that they that was the last game. I mean, I'm just picturing now with the way college offenses are, how fun, oh god, how fun that would be. Um, with like a Cliff Kingsbury air raid style in college. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean that's just. I mean, they had the air raid then um, in that game, but I'm just with now with it now with the quarterbacks coming up. It was unreal. Um, I do, I do wish before. I think it was NCAA 08. They had the Division One AA teams that you could put in to a conference. Yeah, <laughs> I loved doing that. I love taking. And you said the Dynasty mode. Nothing's more fun than taking the Conference USA Sun Belt. What was the? 
Big East, now AAC. Like a max school and max like schools. put them in the championship. Exactly. Yeah, I, would, like, I, do, I do so many of those. And I mean, that's the fun part about shout that. Out to, shout out to North Texas, who was my go to in that game. That was like my turnaround team, was North Texas. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, it had been years since I played it. And when I bought the game well, last year, I uh, was kind of just looking through it, see the teams on there. I picked uh, the Roadrunners of University of Texas, San Antonio. <laughs> UTSA, I, what up? <laughs> yeah, shout out Roadrunners of San Antonio. Um, yeah, it just was uh, was App State on that? Were, were they were they D one at that time? No, it was the next year. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish it too. I mean, you and I going to college in Charlotte. I mean, imagine now picking like taking UNCC, 49ers. UNCC yeah, man, 49ers. To, the, to the title games now against Bama, um, Coastal Carolina. Like that'd just be fun. I wish it would add. I know they had the team builder and stuff, but I missed the creative school that they had. Oh yeah, and that was fun too because we would take. I mean, growing up, my cousins and I would take like we're my family D three school is Hope College in Holland, Michigan. We would take we would create that team, uh, Hope College or some. I remember my freshman year of college. Shout out to the alma mater, Johnson and Wales, created them. Go Wildcats. Um, Jay, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we. Uh, it was just fun to do that. I mean, take those small schools, create a schools, or be the Creative player. Yeah, or create your player. Was it the Road to Glory mode? Is that what it, wasn't that what it was called? Yeah, Road to Glory. Oh my god, that was so that. fun too! To play all the high school. Yeah, you do play the high the school, high school games, games and just murder all the high school, murder all the high school teams. Yeah, just run the yeah. run the table. Yeah, getting like getting recruited was cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a great thing. I mean, you get get recruited and you're you pick your top three schools, and then you go in there and. The frustrating thing too is like you could break all these records and like your school that you're still there, your your school that you want to go to, or the school that you're you see yourself third string. And you're like, Really? <laughs> I mean, did you then, not see then, what I just but, did? But then you made that game a success. Well that was but then you, you it out. gave you the it gave you the succession of hey, here's all these goals you need to hit. And it, I appreciate that, though, because it doesn't make me feel like I go right from high school to being a Heisman person. It gives you that progression. And right. I even love the fact that you could transport a player. There was that ability to transport them from NCAA into Madden. Correct. And that's the other thing. That, so that, that's sort of what I – I would always buy those two every year. <laughs> and you sort of take that. You do your, You do your player and then – Transfer him into Matt. So, Too yeah, good. As, you said, as you said, topic for another day. I we definitely have to do the podcast on the NCAA. Uh, but yeah, NCAA fourteen. I wanted it higher, but my top two are on there for a reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so we're getting the top two now. Yep. All right, so. I'm going to say something that's debatable. I never realized it was debatable as I thought it was, but my number two game is WWF No Mercy for N64. And that game 
change. I'm a wrestling nerd. I'm sorry. Guilty. Deal with it. I get it. It's fake. So we're comic book movies and you still watch them. Um, But uh, No Mercy was the first game. No, 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 no Iron Man. No Iron Man. Sorry. But you could create them because that game had a was the first game to really introduce a creative player mode. And what made that game so fun was that it gave you, it made you, I guess it's another game on my list where it gave you the balance of it. It had the arcade feel, but also the simulation feel. I'm actually having a match. The controls were real, really easy to use. It was just fun. And I'm so excited because there's a now called AEW, and they just announced very recently they're making a game for the current gen consoles and they hired Ukes and they hired the guy that was in charge of WWF No Mercy to spearhead their game. So we're going to get the fun, hopefully, of that game on current gen consoles. I'm going to buy that game and I'm going to take off for a week of work to play it when it comes out. But WWF No Mercy, it's, I guess it's more debatable than I thought it was. Because I talked to some of my friends, and they seem to think that either the original SmackDown or Here Comes the Pain was the best wrestling game. Uh, I would there's disagree arguments, and say there's no arguments for there's better the game, for but I, I think so. And because they all did different things, yeah, you know, No Mercy was really the first fun game that made it cool to play a wrestling game. Then you had Here Comes the Pain, or so you had the original SmackDown with The Rock, and that was fun and. That was a just revolutionary game. And then Here Comes the Pain was probably the most complete game. And for the love of God, they did the worst game ever last year with WWE 2K20. That game is the biggest pile of trash. I would rather play Madden franchise mode on repeat for 28 seasons than ever play that game again. But sorry, 2K knows how to make wow. basketball games, not so much on wrestling. Um <laughs> But yeah, WWF No Mercy, number two, guys, for the love of God. it's a, it, You can go online and play it. The nice thing about all these N64 games is you can get emulators online and go play these games online for free. And they're so fun. So fun. You can really get transported back to it being 1999. You've got a Pizza Hut pizza on the way. You rented it from Blockbuster. Your friends are over. Um, just bring me back. But anyway, sorry. WWF No Mercy, number two, the best wrestling game of all time, and number two on my list, sir. Nice. Yeah, no. Uh, kudos for going all 90s there, Pizza Hut and Blockbuster. Got you, bro. Uh, I mean, did you get your Pizza Hut through the school book uh, reading list um, that weren't pictures? Uh, no, but I did get some books about it through my Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, my number two my number two on the list is I know we ripped them EA, NHL 94. NHL 94, I mean, despite all the great games since, is the best of the NHL franchises. It introduced the one-timer to, to the series. It had four modes you could play, exhibition, a single game series playoff mode. If you want to just play four quick games, lead your team to the to the cup go ahead and do that in four quick games or you could do your best of seven it also had shootout mini games and i mean 94 was great if you could do it with you had the guys like 
Gretzky, Amante, Iserman, Ronick, Messier, and I was going to say Messier, <laughs> and you know all the all the great players of the '90s. The gameplay itself was very smooth, um, and considering this is 1994, there weren't many there weren't as many platforms as there are now, but it brought it all. It brought the most complete NHL game of its time and set the table for where the game is now. Um, it, having the shootout modes, introducing the one-timer, all the great players on it. Now, I mean, you can do it with, you know, my friends and I play the threes mode, ones where you can practice, three, and you can unlock all the greats. And I think 94 set that table to unlock all those great players and really that's why it's number two i wanted to put it higher but there is one more game that i think is the best game of all time and what is yours eric it's gotta be the same game as mine is there any debate it's and it's not nfl 2k5 it is <laughs> it is and it, i mean like it's nfl 2k5 <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast and that's not your number one game, I need you to reevaluate yourself. I and ask yourself, have you really found enjoyment in life? Like, so, okay, I won't go on EA anymore a lot. But the reason they bought that exclusive franchise, it's never been confirmed, but let's shoot straight with each other, me, you, and our listeners. Dude, it was because that game was the best game ever made. EA saw that. They got nervous. They knew they were going to get trashed. And, I mean, it was a good business move. And, by the way, I don't know if you just read, but they just extended it to 2026 for the exclusivity. So we're not getting a 2K NFL game, unfortunately. You and I will probably be in diapers in a nursing home playing before that ever <laughs> happens. Assuming I live that long. Um, but so here's one that I, I watched a ton of research on this. Same here. And I think the – best point somebody made in a video and I can't remember their name so for God knows reason you're listening to this I'm sorry if this is you but the best point somebody made was that NFL 2K5 doesn't insult the intelligence of its game players Um, and by that they brought up a good point how there was a play that happened in the game where there was like a fumble and a forward pass and the game gave you the option to challenge it then this person had the same moment happen in Madden 21. In the Madden 21, Sam said, there's nothing to challenge. And this person basically stated, well, I just watched it happen. What do you mean there's nothing to challenge? Why are you telling me I'm not smart enough to know that was a controversial call and I should be able to challenge it? Because if this was real life NFL simulation, you know, if, if this was any one of those 32 guys on the sidelines, they'd be throwing the red flag in the field. What do you mean? And I think that's where that game succeeds at. And the other thing, and I'm just going to mention this, dude. I have not watched a single Madden cutscene for a halftime report in 10 years. But boy, oh boy, does it bring back nostalgia to hear Chris Berman do the halftime report. He gets me excited to watch highlights of my team getting killed. And stumbling and a bumbling. Oh my god, it's so good. The Oakland um, Raiders. Yeah, it dude, go back, just go back and watch cutscenes of that. 
and tell me how amazing that game was. The fact that you get Chris Berman to do a halftime show and it's highlights of your players. TL on the cover, the freak, the, uh, what was it like that game room? You could like custom create. Yeah. You could like create your own man cave on it. Yeah. And put your own team gear in it and you can earn points to buy better gear. That game had so much to unfold, but even something as simple as the depth chart was easy to use. God, that game is so wonderful. I, Sorry, I'm just pipe dreaming over here. Uh, ESPN 2K5, best game ever. To your point, it's probably the best video game ever made or one of, but it's 100% the best sports game ever made. Absolutely agree. Um, it's the last installment with the NFL licenses because EA bought them, as you said. It's not confirmed, but I believe it. I believe that too, where they sort of panic. But yeah, not only did you have Chris Berman, you had Trey Wingo, who unfortunately was let go by ESPN recently. Uh, the draft the draft maestro himself, Mel Kuyper Jr., and Susie Colbert on it. Like, they got all the top ESPN people. Mel Kuyper, one of my, really one of my idols, um, considering how much I love the NFL draft process. And you do too. Uh, but 2K5, the gameplay was so so smooth it the offensive gameplay especially i mean the play calling was easy as you said didn't insult your intelligence as a fan as a player you could just easily there were hardly any glitches and it also really started the online the online gameplay in 2005 i mean that's a great point the mid 2000s mid 2000s is when we started seeing the rise of online gaming with mainly with Xbox, Xbox live really it shot up with halo, but in terms of sports online gameplay, NFL 2k five, really, I feel started that whole thing. Um, and it was getting better. The series was getting better and EA came in and bought the exclusive NFL licenses and yeah, it put the kibosh on, the NFL 2K series, and it's just disappointing as a sports video game fan. And you see how fan. good the NBA series is? Yeah. That's what upsets me is I see how good and how good that is, and it just upsets me to think how good, like, oh, if I could just get that with football, for the love of God, I would never leave my house. <laughs> yeah, 2K, again, which is, again, uh, this is where Madden has failed, too, is with the style that I'm alluded to in our mutual number three list and so 14 imagine with the game with the players now that style the style of offense with that uh, with the algorithms that 2k5 had kyler murray deshaun watson patrick mahomes you know how much fun i mean they are fun in madden but just the presentation man yeah like like the presentation, it felt like you were you were playing. Even if you were playing a Thursday night game, that game made you feel like it was Monday night in prime time. Right, oh, and they, they, I think they understood what the players wanted. You know, Madden and EA are so out of touch with what the real players that have been yeah, in have, it. They have the monopoly does. on the NFL market, and they know people will still. I mean, this even this year, 
Um, hopefully they listen, but they know people will buy it so they can get away with not really improving. I refuse to. But like I said, I, I haven't bought I haven't bought the game since 2016. Well, that's how change happens. Change doesn't happen because people make a storm on Twitter. Change happens when EA, and that's the problem, is EA is making record profits. So unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen in terms of game sales, especially with COVID this year, and people had nothing else to do but sit home and play Madden. But even just watching, I watched several Madden YouTube personalities and gamers, and the fact that EA brings those people in on a yearly basis and gets their feedback, and it's gotten to the point now where these people started the hashtag Fix Madden franchise, and it finally created enough steam for EA to take knowledge. It took that. It took the people that they go to to make the game better, the people that promote their game, the people that get millions of views for their game to be so frustrated with it that they turned on EA and said, hey, even though you're helping me make money and provide for my family, I'm upset because playing this game makes me miserable (laughs) and bored. Right. That just says so much, man. I think that's the dichotomy of EA is they just... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Definitely, definitely agree. I mean, that's again the NFL two two K sports had they really all their games were great in general, but two K five absolutely far and away our consensus number one sports video game of all time. If you've got something different, come at me and tell me why, please. I'd like to know. I would welcome that as well. <laughs> I would definitely welcome that. Well, that's all I've got. You. That was my top five. So I think that's a great list. Yeah, same here. Um, definitely loved your list as well. I uh, know we did have a couple overlaps, um, which I sort of figured would I happen. Figured. Uh, yeah, but, I figured. But yeah, that's that's really it. Um, I know there are a few things we could touch on, but we're going to cut it for today um everyone enjoy your holiday weekend thank you for listening uh click uh, like us subscribe we will see you guys next week um with another episode of ej sports debates bye guys